hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Low Key 20s. I'm your host. My name is Taylor Janet, and I'm so hyped to be chatting with you all this week. Whew. First of all, y'all, let me just say I'm a little bit flustered because I recorded this entire podcast episode and I didn't realize that I didn't hit record. Like, what? Literally, what? I don't know why I didn't check that, bruh, but I didn't hit record. I'm so sad because <laughs> I felt like it went really well, but God said start over. So here we are starting over. You know, it's going to be even better than the last time. So let's get right into our word of the episode. Uh, the word of the week this week is kindle, to set fire or ignite, to excite and to inspire, right? So when I think of Kindle, I think of the little Amazon reading tablet. So I never really thought about the context behind Kindle. So I think that's a really fitting name for Kindle. I think that's really cute and well thought out. Next, we're gonna get into strawberries and lemons. I've got a few strawberries and I've got a few lemons. I didn't record last week, so maybe that's why I feel like I have a lot to say. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to say, but today I was like, yeah, I have a few strawberries, few lemons, so. Let's get into it. Who would have thought I'd have more than one? Because usually I'm literally trying to like think, like what do I want to say, what do I want to say? But this this week it just came to me. <laughs> so let's start with the strawberries. I've got two strawberries. The first one is fajita night. Okay, so on Friday I made fajitas. I've been on this journey, I'll say. I've been on this journey learning how to cook, right? I've never cooked, I've lived in my apartment over a year now, it's been, yeah, over a year. I keep checking like the recording thing, by the way, to make sure I'm still recording because yikes, I can't believe I did that, you guys. I cannot believe I recorded and didn't record. <laughs> but back to like I said, um, one of the main reasons I moved into an apartment in the first place is because I really wanted a kitchen. I wanted to be able to cook. I really was not into the food at Spelman. It was not my favorite thing in the entire world. So yeah, I never really ate the food. I was like, I need a kitchen. And I would have stayed on campus actually if the sweets had a kitchen, but they don't. So I moved off campus so that I could cook. That was the whole point of me moving off campus. Literally the only reason that I moved off campus because I hate driving. There is no way I would voluntarily like drive to and from school if I didn't have to. But I was like, I want a kitchen. Uh. So I moved off campus and the entire first year that I lived here, I did not cook. I'd make maybe pasta every once in a while. I would cook once on a blue moon, but I was just so busy that I just didn't have time. So usually I ate some sort of fast food or I did Uber Eats or I ate somewhere on campus or because there was no Rona, I would go to a restaurant with my friends. <laughs> so yeah, I really didn't cook, right? And I also didn't know how to cook and I didn't have the time to learn because I was so busy running from point A to point B. So in the quarantine, I kind of made it my own personal mission to really figure this thing out. One, I'm in the house like that. I don't go to restaurants. I know they're open, but I don't feel comfortable with that. Two, um, ordering out is very expensive and unhealthy. So I was like, okay, Taylor, we need to get this together. The only things I was really comfortable with was pasta and cookies. And I was like, all right, we can't just eat pasta and cookies because you'll literally gain way too much weight. So. I've been taking a stab at cooking lately. Um, I've had this fear basically my whole life of raw meat and that's really hindered my cooking abilities, but I've been kind of like getting over that. So 
Um, I made chicken fajitas. It was only my fourth time cooking chicken, right? But I really wanted to take a stab at Mexican food. I absolutely love Mexican food. I could eat Mexican food every single day. Not like the same thing, but like fajitas, empanadas, uh, enchiladas, quesadillas, nachos, like tacos, anything, burritos, like the list goes on and on. I love Mexican food. So in preparation for my fajita night, I bought a skillet last week. I actually bought most of these ingredients last week because I thought that I was going to cook it earlier in the week, but then I just had enough leftovers from previous meals that I didn't really need to, which was pretty cool. So I actually had a bunch of chicken in the freezer because Publix had this like buy one, get one organic chicken breast sale. And I bought like four because chicken breasts are not cheap, right? So I had that in the freezer. I had my peppers and onions in the freezer because I bought them a while ago and I didn't want them to go bad. And then I had my cream, my cheese, rice. That's basically it. So let's see. So I started with my chicken, right? I cut my chicken. No, backtrack. I cleaned my chicken. Yeah, then I cut it and then I made a little marinade. Um, so I bought one of those fajita seasoning packets down the ethnic aisle. It was right next to the taco seasoning and I bought that and the instructions in the package basically said you like kind of just add it while you're cooking but I also watched a bunch of YouTube videos and yeah you can season it while you're cooking and some of the videos also said you could make a marinade so I was just like eh, let's try a marinade let's see what happens so I did a half a cup of chicken broth and then I poured in the powder mixed it up threw that in a plastic bag with my cut up chicken and I put that in the fridge for like an hour while I did everything else Next thing I did was I worked on my queso. I freaking love queso. And I made this huge epiphany that really blew my mind. And honestly, be prepared to be shook. Okay, just be prepared to be shook. And if you don't want your heart broken, maybe just skip forward a few seconds. But I was looking up queso recipes because store-bought queso doesn't hit. It just wasn't hitting. I've tried it maybe once or twice, and the two times I tried it, I was like, this is disgusting. But it's something about when you go to a restaurant and you have chips and queso, the queso is so good. It's so cheesy, it's so creamy. Um, I like a little kick. I don't like it too spicy, but like a little kick is okay. Um, but yeah, it's just so good. And then when I go to the store, right, it was so like artificial and like, too spicy it just tasted fake and gross like it kind of reminded me of the cheese they have at like football game concession stands or at the movie theater just just disgusting so i looked up restaurant queso blanco recipes and do you know what kind of cheese they use in that y'all the main ingredient is white american cheese i was like you're kidding you're kidding me because, like, I know, like, queso is, like, an American thing or whatever. But to have American cheese, you couldn't have even used, like, Mexican blends. Like, what? I was like, okay, this is what, like, eight recipes are saying. So let me do that. But it's actually really, really easy to make homemade queso. Definitely going to do it again. So you basically put your milk or heavy cream. I used heavy cream because that's just what I had on deck. And you put it in a pan. Um, not a pan. A pot. Excuse me. And then you just let the milk get hot, right? Like you're making hot chocolate. I added some seasonings, you can get creative here. And then once the milk got nice and warm, I took my white American cheese, I think I got like 
half pound, a pound, I can't remember. And I just roughly chopped it so that it was like broken up. Threw that in there, mix, mix, mix. Boom, you have queso. So I made that and then I also made some Spanish rice. I've never made rice before. It's, I love rice. I do, I really, really like rice but it just seems so complicated and daunting. I really didn't know how to do it, so I just never, never really learned. But I was like, okay, this is another thing. I just need to learn how to cook. I need to figure this out because you can't eat pasta with everything. Pasta is not the appropriate side. I felt like every side I was either eating fries or pasta. But I was like, sometimes you just want some rice. So I bought like this Spanish rice. It was really, really good. There was only two types in the grocery store, right? There was the Goya one and this random brand. And obviously I was not getting Goya. Um, Goya is very problematic and they do not align with my personal beliefs. So I was like, no, I'm not getting Goya. Are you kidding? So then I got this other brand and it was really, really good. The directions on the back were very, very explicit, which was very helpful. I watched my grandmother make rice once and she explained it to me, but it was really helpful to have the instructions on the back be very simple and clear step by step. So I followed them and it came out really good. The only thing is I think I might have had the temperature too hot because when the rice was done and I mixed it up, the bottom was a little brown, so it wasn't like burnt inedible or anything like that. It still tasted good, but next time I just lowered the temp a little bit. And I went on to the actual fajita portion. I started with my peppers and onions. I did red peppers and green peppers and onions. I just did that in my skillet, you know, and I kind of did that first because I wanted my skillet to get nice and hot before I did the chicken. Then I did the chicken. Uh, I only let it marinate for like an hour like hindsight, right? Hindsight is 2020. So if I were to do this again, I'd probably do my whole chicken marinade the night before or in the morning and cook it at night. Just because one, that's one less step when it's actually time to cook. And two, um, yeah, I think it'll have a little bit more flavor, but my chicken was really, really good. So I cooked the chicken, I added the peppers and onions, and honestly, it was just a whole experience, y'all. It was a Mexican experience me and delena did this on friday we called it fajita friday and we feasted so i had my chips and queso i even put the chips they were store-bought chips i put them in the oven to warm them up so it seemed really authentic i put our tortillas in the oven too and i just let them sit at like 175 then um we had our rice we had our fajitas and delena was on the drinks so she made mango daiquiris we originally when we were planning out this meal we were thinking margaritas, right? So we went to the grocery store, we got margarita mix, and the recipe said that you could either use vodka, not vodka, tequila or rum. And I'm not into tequila, and no, neither is she, so we went with rum, but then they said that if you use rum, it's a daiquiri. And so I was like, oh, so I guess that's the only really difference between the two. Um, but we did Bacardi Gold and mango flavored malibu so it was really really good blend it was nice and smooth <laughs> um when it comes to alcohol like i'm not really a drinker like that y'all know i turned 21 almost a year ago not really almost a year ago um almost like six months ago but yeah i turned 21 back in january and from my experiences like tequila scares me i think i've had it you know in a margarita like once or twice but it's not something i would like go oh let me get tequila like i'm like mm, no but then do, 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 do. 
then vodka vodka's decent vodka's fine when i first started like drinking liquor and like i said i don't drink like that so it's kind of weird to like talk about the different liquors but um it's like fine it doesn't taste bad but i find now that i'm but i find that in the morning i will have like a slight headache a little hangover type of situation which isn't cute because i don't like binge drink or anything like that i don't drink a lot so having a headache is not ideal and then rum i think just rum is like my you know liquor of choice right now i think it's safe i like dark <laughs> um i can drink it it's smooth and then i don't have a headache or anything like that in the morning i know bacardi makes a lot of people feel very disgusting and sick but it works for me and delena so that's what we put in it we did the bacardi gold and the malibu and it was very very tasty so it was just a whole feast and it was really exciting you know i love mexican food so we're definitely going to be doing that again and it kind of opened me up to like try wanting to try new foods and this week i think i'm gonna make a skillet mac and cheese because my skillet because the skillet that i got i got it off of amazon it wasn't expensive but it also wasn't cheap so i wanted to make sure that i made an investment where i could use it over and over again so this week i'm gonna try to make a mac and cheese with it my next strawberry which is also my last strawberry is that my room is coming together very nicely i think i mentioned a few episodes back that i really wanted to transform my space i didn't hate my room but it wasn't like it didn't feel complete right like i've been here a year and i never uploaded an apartment tour or anything like that because it just felt like something was missing and now that i've been here like all the freaking time i kind of figured out what those things are and making additions and kind of investing in my space um i think it just kind of like encourages me to stay home so i got some more mixed tiles for my room if y'all don't know what mixed tiles are it's this website where you can get your pictures printed and it's this really like heavy duty foam i think it's almost like a foot by a foot they're like a nice size and you could get them like with a frame or you get them with a raw edge so i had eight on my wall by my mirror already with just you know friends and stuff like that so i got six more to really fill out the wall and i think it looks so good i really really like it i want to include you know friends and family who didn't make the first round of pictures so that was super super nice you know some more recent memories so it just looks really really good i got a new comforter for my room um my apartment is not that big and we don't have any storage we don't have a storage closet or anything like that so I keep literally all of my storage under my bed. And my bed is like an awkward size. <laughs> it's like a queen, but it's like a queen plus. It's not a king, but it's like slightly bigger than a regular queen size. And so this is actually my third comforter that I got for my room. So at first I was like, I don't know. Like I don't know because I like I said, I only have a year here. But I just, something said, oh, because, okay, so... My first comforter that I got when I moved in, it was pink. It was super, super cute, right? But I eventually transformed over to a white comforter, which was not as expensive. I got it from TJ Maxx because I kind of wanted to do just white and pops of color. I felt like with the pink comforter, I felt kind of limited to only having pink accents in my room. And I was like, no, I just want more color. So I switched to white, but with both of them, it was kind of like you could see underneath my bed. The bed is like two and a half feet from the ground just that's the way the bed is it's the bed that came with my apartment and you could see all of my storage containers and i hated that 
for all year. I just hated that. I didn't know what to do. So originally I was kind of brainstorming with Delena and she was like, maybe you should get like a bed skirt. But like I said, the size of my bed is so awkward and then figuring out the right length. It was just going to be a nightmare, especially because I hate returning things. Returning things is really hard because I don't have a printer. And I personally just don't feel like getting a printer. Um, I could probably go to the, my business center, but I've been trying to avoid just common spaces with other kids, especially because Georgia Tech has been having very, very high rates of COVID. So um, yeah, there's a lot of college kids here. Not everyone's as responsible as me. So I really didn't want to put myself in that situation. If I don't have to be so I found on Amazon this comforter that's kind of like a combo of a comforter and a bed skirt so it's like a regular comforter but then it like drapes all the way down and it's kind of like ruffly I think it's really really cute and I got it in a size king it's a little bit too big but I'd rather it be too big than too small and I really like it actually it covers everything up really nicely it kind of drapes on the floor a little bit but I was like I'd rather it drape on the floor than see those bins because I'm tired of seeing the storage bins I don't want to see them at all <laughs> and then I got two really big furry like gray pillows for my bed so that makes it look a little bit more put together I might get one more get a nice bright color then me and Delaney got some really nice stuff for the common space as well um let's see so we made a TJ Maxx run on a Friday, the same day as our fajitas. I really had a very busy Friday. And I ended up buying a new water bottle because I left my water bottle in Florida and I've just been drinking out of tumblers mainly when I'm in the house. But me and Delaney are gonna start doing hikes. So I needed an actual water bottle. And when I went there, I also got those two pillows. But then we also got stuff for the common space. So we got a bunch of nice stuff. We got a really big candle for the common space. We basically always have a candle lit out there. And we got like an apple cinnamon one. It smells so good. It was just nice to like change up the scent. It was really strong. We got two new throw pillows for our couch. Our couch is really not cute. Our couch isn't cozy. Our apartment was fully furnished. So we're grateful that we didn't have to buy a couch, but it definitely was not the couch that I would have wanted or the one that she would have wanted. When I move into my next place, I'm definitely investing in a nice couch. Like I just want a couch that I can like keep and be super cozy. And I just, I have a lot of requirements for my couch. I'm gonna be really weird about it. I know that now, but um, we have two big like pink pillows, but then we got these like fall themed ones. It's a black pillow that says spooky in white lettering. And the other one is like a black and white gingham print. So it's really, really cute. It ties together really nicely. We also got matching wine tumblers that say fall y'all. They're super, super cute. And they have a little sippy lid. So that's nice. Um, we got some kitchen towels that are like baby orange and they have white pumpkins on them. So we have those draped over the oven. And then we also got two new glasses for our little fajita night. <laughs> and they are 100% recycled glass made in Mexico and the blue rim on top. And they definitely gave like Mexican restaurant vibes. And the whole point was to put our daiquiris in there but then there wasn't any instructions on it. We put them in the dishwasher. They definitely weren't dishwasher safe because we were sitting there like on the couch or whatever and we hear this like crack. We're like, what is that? And it turns out one of the cups just like burst, but it wasn't like a burst like into shattering pieces, but it was definitely cracked. We didn't really examine it. We just kind of like threw it away and we're like, oh well. So we have to go find a new one, but that kind of transitions into my lemons. And I have three, but we'll start with the first one, which is I cut my foot 
on a piece of glass from the cup. Um, there's not really much to that, except for the fact that I stepped on some broken glass like later that night, um, a bunch of hours later. Not even later that night, it was the next day. And it hurt like a bee, okay? Like it hurt very bad. I was baking cookies, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and I stepped and I felt this sharp pain. If you guys have ever stepped in glass, you know, it's a different kind of pain, you know, whether you step on something like, oh, I accidentally stepped on, you know, something pointy. No, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So I like look down and I just see this shard of glass sticking in my foot and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this hurts. I was like, okay, Taylor, you have to pull this out. But also I'm really grossed out by like blood and stuff. <laughs> I don't know how I was going to be pre-med, but yeah. So I'm like, okay, one, two, three, and I pull it out. It's like bleeding profusely and I'm like kind of nervous. I'm like, I hope I got all the glass out of my foot, blah, blah, blah. I ended up, you know, taking care of it, doing Neosporin, Band-Aid, all of that stuff. And of course, you know, I had to take a picture, <laughs> send it to my mom. Um, I don't know if anyone else does that when they have like a little situation going on and they just have to keep their parents in the loop. I did. Um, there's literally nothing that she can do for me, but I felt like being like, mom, my foot. So I had to show her and uh, yeah sorry mom <laughs> so yeah that was really it there's not much to that um it's still sore today but it's feeling a lot better so yay the next lemon i have is the passing of chadwick boseman he passed last week um but i didn't record last week so i didn't have a chance to discuss it um it was very unexpected and heartbreaking right the entire black community was and still is in mourning over him and I felt like, especially so for me, it triggered a little bit of grief because, you know, I lost my grandfather to cancer very recently. And so, yeah, I was very bummed about that. But Chadwick Boseman was a hero, right? Not just in Black Panther, he was a hero on and off the screen. And I think so many lessons can be learned from him. First of all, he really was an advocate for the representation of black actors in non-stereotypical roles. Um, he was very particular about the roles that he accepted, you know. As an actor, <laughs> one of the big things, and I used to be uh, an inspiring actress, so I'm really like into this, is like you don't necessarily have job security when you're first starting out, right? You don't have job security, so you're really excited when you get roles, but he would get an offer and be like, no, I'm not doing this, why? Does my character not have a dad? Why doesn't my character have a mom? He would question the roles that society wanted to put on his character and he would turn down roles that kind of fit into a negative stereotype for black people. Um, the second lesson is just that you never know what people are going through, so be kind. And um, Chadwick Boseman, he was diagnosed with cancer, I think four years ago, back in 2016, and he was able to keep this private with him and his loved ones. I'm really grateful that, you know, he got that and, you know, we were all blindsided, but I'm glad that he got what he wanted out of that. You know what I mean? But in the meantime, you know, he was undergoing treatment and surgeries and losing lots of weight and people were making comments and really hateful comments on his appearances. So it was just kind of like, Ew, like, y'all suck. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it, but y'all suck. If you have nothing else to do but make hateful comments about someone that you don't personally know, or even if you do personally know them, don't make them. Just get your life. And I would say the third lesson is to make the most out of your days because tomorrow is not promised. He was very young. 
Um, but this is just a reminder to everyone, no matter what your age is, to follow your heart and pursue your passion. Um, last thing I want to say in regards to his passing is that there's been a lot of talk on the internet about what should be done with the next Black Panther. Marvel has already announced that there is going to be a sequel to Black Panther, and I don't believe that they should stop production because that is a job for so many black actors and actresses. And it's another opportunity for us to have positive representation, which I think is very important. I personally really like the idea of having T'Challa's sister as the protagonist in the next film. I would really like to see that. I would like to see her as the Black Panther. I don't think it's necessary to recast him. I think that, you know, the plot would be super amazing and it could even honor him as, you know, a character and as an actor, you know, if they continue on with his sister. But if they do choose to recast him with another actor, I'm still going to support the movie because after talking with my dad, because at first I was like, they shouldn't do that. But my dad made it, you know, clear to me like that life does go on. And that's something that I do believe he would have wanted, you know, having another black actor have that role and have that opportunity. Um, like I said, I don't think it's necessary to recast him, but if they choose to, I'll still support it and I'll, I'll be on board with whatever they decide to do. Last lemon that I have for ya is that I got rejected from an internship. Woo! You might be like, what is wrong with you? So this was my very first interview of, ooh. so this was my very first interview of many during this upcoming recruitment season. Honestly, I'm just not too concerned. I just know that that means that it wasn't meant to be and I'm okay with that. And when the right opportunity comes, I will get an offer. So I ultimately ended up not getting an internship that I applied for. It was for this semester. It wasn't for like the summer or anything like that. I'm not really going for summer internships anymore because I'm grown, but yeah, it was for this semester. It was for a field that I'm actually very interested in pursuing but they went with someone who had more experience and what i learned from that was like okay bet i need to up my game and you know i obviously can't go get an internship to prepare for another internship but what i can do is over winter break maybe taking an adobe certification class or something like that to really up my game relook at my resume you know practice 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 keep going um, but I know when it's the right time, I will get an offer. I want to do a whole episode dedicated to rejection. I have so much that I want to say about it. I have so much experience with rejection. But all that I'll say for now is that almost everything that I hold close to my heart, everything that matters to me, I've had to work extremely, extremely hard for it. You know, I think sometimes on social media or if you just look at me now and where I am, as a senior, you know, I'm on the Miss Spelman court and I'm a part of the senior class council and I'm oh, the president of the economics club and all this stuff. You might be like, oh, Taylor, like, has it all together. She has what she wants, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like for every, like, yes, I've been given, I've been told no three and four times over and that's okay, right? Everything that really matters to me, I have not been told yes on the first time. For example, Spelman, when I applied to Spelman, back in fall of 2016, I got deferred and that sucked. <laughs> you know, it's not a rejection, right? But it sucks and it felt like a rejection. I took it as a rejection. I took it very hard, but I just was like, okay, I gotta work harder, bet. 
And then, you know, I worked really, really hard. I did what I needed to do, got accepted with the regular admissions. Same thing with my driver's test. I had to take my driver's test three times before I passed. And it's not like I did anything particularly terribly on the first two, but God said, no, not now. Wait for it and work for it. And I worked, I worked, I worked, and I got what I, you know, needed when it was the right time. So the same thing kind of applies for my internship. I wanted to talk about that, and I'm going to talk about it probably in the next few episodes because, you know, it is application season and internship season. So I do want to talk about that now because I think it's super relevant, something that people need to hear, something that I probably need to, you know, hear. So yeah, that's the tea on that. Just some quick little updates. Um, I did take a week off. Life was crazy and I didn't have anything particularly crazy going on. I felt like I didn't have anything to say and I really don't want my content to come out feeling forced. A lot of y'all did say that you were looking forward to listening last week and I'm so glad that y'all are really enjoying my content and the pod really makes me smile. But I do want to stay really authentic with this, be genuine, you know, be myself and have really quality content coming out. So I just didn't film last week or record, not film. Yikes. But I didn't record last week because I just... I don't know, I just didn't have any inspiration to do so. Um, This week, I've got some tests coming up. I have a linear algebra exam this Friday. Um, I feel okay about it. Like, I definitely need to study, right? I definitely need to study, but I have time to do the studying that I need to do, so I'm not concerned. I just have to really manage my time because thesis is starting to pick up a little bit, more deadlines, lots of writing, so trying to figure out the balance for that thesis is definitely my priority um it's my graduation requirement i'm taking linear for fun so yes you know thesis is my priority but i still really want to do well in linear algebra as well so just making time for that balancing it but also making time for my creative projects and my passions because that's important too oh my entrepreneurship class is lit by the way i didn't mention that one because I like it. I enjoy it. It's fun. There's no stress. Yeah, I had my first quiz in that. Got a 92. It's lit. Um, any updates about postgrad? No freaking clue. I literally have no idea. Grad school, job, location. I have no clue. Like, okay, right now, here's where I'm at. I really want to stay in Atlanta so bad. I love Atlanta so much. I'm within an hour of most of my family literally i'm within an hour of most of my family and then from my mom and my grandparents i'm a seven hour drive so i'm just conveniently located to my family the weather's really nice the black excellence it's just so much going on in atlanta but at the same time i kind of feel like it'd be good for me to live in a new city uh you know i grew up in pittsburgh i lived in florida i currently live in atlanta you know if i were to experience a new city and a new culture Postgrad would be the time, so I am open to relocating. I'm not necessarily super open to relocating in the north. I don't like that kind of weather. But if I got a crazy good opportunity, I'm not just gonna be like, no, it's cold. But yeah. And then um, Netflix updates. LOL. I finished binge watching New Girl. It was fabulous. It was like my second or third time watching that. It was so good. I love New Girl. Schmidt is my favorite character. He's very relatable. Um, and I started Sister Sister. Actually, I'm binging Sister Sister for the very first time. I've never seen it before, and you might be like, why haven't you seen Sister Sister? How haven't you seen Sister Sister? 
Um, me as a person, I prefer to do my binge watching in order. I don't want to just watch a random episode as it's on TV. What I want to do is I want to go start to finish. So it's kind of hard to do with older shows. So I'm really glad they put it on Netflix because it is bomb. I'm on season three already and I literally started less than a week ago. Um, yeah, it's really good. I'm really excited about that. And for the rest of the pod, just for funsies, I wanted to do a little segment on first impressions. So I did a little Q&A on my Instagram story to see what people's first impressions slash assumptions were about me. And I'm just going to read them out and I'm going to react to them because I thought it would be fun. The first one reads, you seem very hardworking and organized. A total boss. First of all, thank you. That's so kind. Um, I do pride myself on my work ethic. I'm very, very confident in what I bring to the table. I work hard in everything that I do. I'm dedicated. I'm committed. Um, yeah, I do work hard. And as far as organization, it's what keeps me sane. I have ADHD, so I cannot do just one thing. I have to do a bunch of stuff. And to keep me on track, I have to have a calendar or else I'm going to forget something. I'm going to be all over the place. I literally have every single class in my calendar because if not, I will forget. So yes, I do stay organized to keep track of my stuff. The next one is you are the life of the party. Um, I don't know about this. I think personality wise, maybe, right? Like I'm high spirited, I'm positive. I also happen to think I'm very funny, but I'm really definitely aggressively not into parties like that. From freshman year to now as a senior, and obviously, you know, Corona's happened, but I've still spent majority of my time on campus. I've only been to five parties from freshman year to now. And the main reason for that being is I really don't like crowds. Um, they just don't seem safe to me at all. You know, someone could have a weapon or something you wouldn't know. I also really, really don't like drunk people. <laughs> I have a very irrational fear of vomit. Honestly, it's not irrational. It's very rational. I don't like to be around people who drink too much because they have a tendency to get sick and I don't want to see it, smell it, hear it, and oh my gosh. First of all, quick tangent, freshman year at tailgate, I almost got thrown up on and this guy, he went to Morehouse. I was like sitting on the steps and he like gagged and then me and my friends like grabbed their stuff and ran and then later I found out that that specific guy had gotten really sick and so I was like, oh yeah. We were definitely about to get thrown up on, which I think is like trifling. And like, I don't like know this guy personally, but every time I see him, that's what I associate him with. And I'm sure he's a cool person, but all I can think about is him being belligerently drunk and almost throwing up on me. I don't think I will ever see him a different way. So yeah, I don't like drunk people. I don't get drunk like that because I just don't think it's a good look. And you know, the same way I will never see that guy the same way ever again, like, the same could be said about me if I made this decision to be at a party and get super drunk. So that's why I don't like parties, right? Because I don't want to be like drunk or anything like that and be seen like that. I don't know. It's just not my scene. It's not my scene. If you're into parties and doing that and turning up, like I'm not judging you at all. But like it's just not my scene. I'd prefer to not be there. I still have lots of fun. There's just other types of fun that I choose to have. I really like going out to eat even though I can't really do that anymore 
I love, you know, getting dressed up and taking pictures. I love photography and baking and so many things. I love content creating, but partying is not one of them. The next one, <laughs> I like this one, it's funny. The next, this one says stuck up and rude and bougie, but then I was like, oh, she's sweet. I think this is funny. I think this mainly comes because I'm super, super shy. Um, now that I'm, you know, a senior, I've had three years of just love and support and nurturing into me. I'm definitely way more confident in myself and extroverted, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty shy, awkward, definitely was way more introverted as an underclassman. So if I came across that way, it's probably because I'm just really awkward of a person. And I don't even think that comes across on my social media, but just in person, like I'm not gonna talk if there's a bunch of people I don't know, but I'm getting better. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we're friends now, yay. The next one reads, put together and always positive. Um, I think this one's very interesting because I feel like a lot of times I just feel like a hot mess like all the time. <laughs> and as far as the positivity thing goes, I've definitely this past year especially been tr working really hard to be stress-free and positive. Strokes run in my family. So I was like, I cannot afford to be stressed out. I just can't. Um, but lately I've been reading up on toxic positivity, which is essentially numbing out your feelings and forcing yourself to feel positive 24 seven, which is actually very bad and unhealthy. So I'm not positive all the time. I definitely like to embrace my emotions, but at the same time, I actively avoid situations and people that make me feel bad. Like if I have, let's say a friendship and I realize my friends, like every time I hang out with them, I feel crappy like I'm not gonna be friends with you and it's no hard feelings but your energy doesn't match my energy and so yeah I don't put myself in situations where I feel like negative or drained I try to avoid that at all costs but if I'm having a bad day I'm gonna definitely let myself have a bad day next one is she's so sweet and she loves pasta like me yes I love pasta so much it is actually a problem like actually a problem next one bougie um yeah kinda i definitely like nice things and i think it's super important to normalize black women living luxurious lifestyles <laughs> i say that i'm 21 years old i am not rich but you know one day i plan to be and if i choose to have a luxurious lifestyle I think that's perfectly fine. I think that more black women should just do what they want. If you want a nice thing, don't feel bad about it. Just do it. Um, like I said, I love nice things, but I think it's important to really emphasize that I'm not materialistic. I think materialistic is more so when like, oh my gosh, I've seen, I'm thinking of a very specific person, but there's people in the world who will only want to be friends with you if they think that you have like money or status and I, that's what i think of when i think of materialistic like oh she doesn't have a you know louis bag like oh she sucks like i think that's so disgusting and gross and like i hate people like that like i try to be like kind to everybody i really don't care if you are a bajillionaire or if you have zero dollars to your name like if you're a good person you're a good person right but the people out there who really care about that stuff, it's just sickening. I really don't like people like that. I've never vibed with people like that. So yeah, I'm not into people like that at all. I just think it's very just gross and icky. Me as a person, I'm very versatile, right? 
So my leggings could be like $6 from Costco's or $139 from Lululemon. And the world will never know because I switch it up regularly. <laughs> but um, also, last thing I kind of want to say on this is quality over quantity. That's the way I was raised. Growing up, I wasn't really allowed to go into like Forever 21, H&M, stores like that. My mom always wanted me to go to like department stores or like Gap or things like that where I could get a higher quality article of clothing and it would just, you know, wash well and I could keep it for a bunch of years. And at first I like kind of didn't understand why, but now that I'm older, I'm kind of on that wave. You know, when I first got to school, I didn't have a lot of money. I still don't have a lot of money, but like, especially like when I first got to school, I, you know, would buy like outfits for every single occasion from like Fashion Nova, stores like that, pretty little thing. But first of all, I felt so unsatisfied every time I purchased and I felt like it was just a waste. But now, especially at 21, I wanna be very intentional with where I choose to put my money, right? So currently I've been trying really, really hard to one, support from black owned businesses. I want to pour into people like myself. <laughs> and second of all, I really wanna support sustainable and ethically made fashion companies um, and really get away from fast fashion. Fast fashion is where you do have like the trendy pieces, but they don't treat their workers right. <laughs> so the quality's not there. They treat their workers like crap. They have them in like sweatshops and stuff like that. So I'm just not, into supporting that right now. A great example of a brand that I really, really like that is both black owned and ethically slash sustainably made is Riona. Riona is a black owned fashion boutique out of Canada and they make like essential pieces. So I purchased a black tank top and the first thing that I wanna notice, the first thing that I noticed was the black tank top was doubly lined, it was hand sewn together, it was really nice quality just a great fit i've worn it a few times and it's washed amazingly right like it's just a great quality the tank top was 45 dollars. that's not outrageously expensive like when you think of like other brands but you could still get a black tank top from forever 21 for like five bucks right but i feel more comfortable spending 45 dollars because i know that one i'm supporting a black business and two, this black business is treating their employees fairly. They're having, you know, normal ethical work hours. They are getting insurance plans, things like that. It just makes me feel more comfortable knowing that you have the power when you're supporting a business, like you have the power and you're essentially like paying for their beliefs. And I'm not perfect by any means. Like I definitely have like, you know, fast fashion in my wardrobe, but I've just currently been just really trying to make that switch, trying to make the change. And I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm definitely working on getting that together. <laughs> so yeah, the next one is you have your life put together perfectly. <laughs> Laughs. Um, I think it's kind of funny, this one, because I'm very indecisive and I have no idea where my life is going. So the fact that, you know, people think that I have my life put together perfectly, it's just comical, you know. I think this might come off that way because I am really hardworking, but back behind the scenes, I'm really just winging it, right? 
So when I came to Spelman, I was pre-med. Sophomore year, I was pre-law. Junior year, I wanted to get my PhD in econ. Now I have no idea what I wanna do. So I definitely, you know, don't have my life put together perfectly. But in this stage of my life, I'm really just winging it. I'm out here trusting God. I'm trying to follow my purpose, stay true to who I am. And I know that God will lead me to where I need to be. So I'm really not stressed out about it. Um, and I'm just enjoying the ride, enjoying the journey. Next one reads, she is quiet yet kind. Yeah, I feel like this is this is pretty accurate. When I first meet people, I'm shy, but I'm never ever mean to people. You know, if you come up to me, I'm gonna talk and I'm gonna be nice. I think it's important to treat everyone with love and kindness. You never know what anyone's going through, so yeah. And then the last one is super sweet and caring. Oh, thank you. That's a cute one to end off on. All right, y'all. That was it for the first impressions. That was definitely super fun. I enjoyed hearing what y'all thought of me when you first met me or just overall assumptions. And if y'all aren't following me on my Instagram at it's Taylor Janet or the podcast Instagram at lowkey20s, be sure to give them a follow so you don't miss out on any of that interactive content. I definitely take suggestions from you guys over there. Actually, shout out to Loki20s. Today, we finally hit 100 followers. Thanks so much to everyone who is following this journey with me. It really means a lot. I'm having a blast learning, you know, every single episode I learn something new. I'm really excited for the next few weeks. I really wanna have a bunch of guests come on and talk about different topics. The objective is to have different people who are in their 20s, people who have completely different stories, things going on, different lessons. So I'm really excited for what's to come. Thanks so much for listening, y'all, and I will chat with you all next Tuesday. Bye, guys.